Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hi everyone, I'm Sue Omanson. This is our third episode in a series highlighting recreation that has become an oasis in the pandemic. And today we're going to hear about some of the great recreation opportunities available to those who have special needs. I'm happy to welcome Ted Adato, Superintendent of Recreation with Western DuPage Special Recreation Association, or known as WDSRA. And WDSRA is a longtime partner of the Naperville Park District in making healthy recreation accessible to everyone. Great to have you with us, Ted. Thanks so much for having me, Sue. So would you tell us a little bit about your organization and what you offer? Absolutely. Uh, WDSRA offers social uh, and recreational programs for children, teens, and adults with disabilities. Um, we exist um, as an extension of nine different park districts, um, Naperville being uh, one of our original partners. Um, we have programs that range from athletics to cultural arts to um, camps, um, and there's there's something for absolutely everybody. Well, it's, it sounds a lot like the park district. <laughs> so how, how do we work together, um, you know, being a park district and a special recreation association? We, we work as a collaborative um, between the two entities um, to offer programs that, um, if we looked at one park district by itself, might not be able to support uh, the wealth of opportunities for just their um, residents. But partnering with nine different entities, we're able to offer uh, a much larger range of, of social and, and recreational opportunities um, and make sure we're connecting with the, the disability community at large. Oh, that's great. And, and I know you have um, well-trained staff who specialize in, in working with individuals with special needs. Absolutely. Our, our, our training of and, and our staffing pool is largest reasons for our success. Staying up to date on, on best practices within um, therapeutic recreation, um, connecting with school districts and seeing how, how they're integrating um, interventions and, and just keeping an ear to the ground and what, what, what are the current trends, um, what are people interested in, because it, it, you know, it mirrors um, that of what the Park District is doing. Um, pe people want to be interacting in the way that um, their peers and neighbors are. Um, they, they don't want to be classified as a separate group. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, we so appreciate how the way you expand what's available to people. Um, you know, in our, in our, both adults and kids in our community. One thing I wanted you to talk about in, well, for example, in Naperville, um, we have inclusion services, and I'm not sure everybody understands what that is. Sure. The, the, so inclusion services is just another vehicle for recreation. So we have our programs, as you pointed out, Sue, before. It's much like the offerings of a park district. Inclusion services allows someone who may have a disability to participate in park district programs. So they can go through the, the Naperville Park District brochure. They can pick a program out, and they they can get services through WDSRA to um, support 
whatever their needs may be um, in that particular program. Um, sometimes that's in the form of training, sometimes it's in the form of adaptive equipment, sometimes it's in the form of another staff member being assigned to that program, um, just so someone has the opportunity to, to participate in something with their brother or sister or uh, a neighbor where they might not want to do a, um, a specialized program, they might want to, to go to the park district and, and connect. That's so great for, for us and for our patrons of the park district to know that they, if they need some special help, it's there, uh, especially now. Um, and, and I wanted to know um, how especially has COVID-19 affected those with disabilities? Um, well, it's, it's certainly been a real challenge. You, you first think about the physical safety with COVID-19, um, and that obviously has to be a, a, a center point. Um, but you get into the isolation aspect of it, and individuals with disabilities might be at risk for even more isolation than um, their peers. Um, so we've, we've talk to families that are experiencing depression, isolation, anxiety about what happens if I go out, skill regression, um, because you don't have the opportunity to practice those skills you've worked on so hard, um, and just no forum for discussion uh, about this. By and large, we're seeing a lot of challenges with isolation, and um, you, you flip the world on its head, and things that are your, your norm is totally gone. Um, so I, I love the theme of, of Oasis in, a, in, in the pandemic because that is absolutely what we're, we're trying to be. We're trying to establish, um, whether it's called a, a new normal or not, trying to pull together as much of a sense of reassurance and, and um, normality and trying to, to reconnect with the things that were important um, prior to this pandemic and, and offer those opportunities for, for our community. Oh, yeah, it's so important. Um, looking at uh, a recent article by, um, by WDSRA about restoring the, some of the in-person programs, it just it looked like the kids were so happy to be there again. Yeah, I, I, those pictures are, are worth a thousand words is the, the, the cliche, but it's so true at this time. You know, we, we have now brought back our, our in-person, some of our in-person programs that we know we can control the environment as, as much as possible and offer safe um, connections. Um, but we also understand that in-person in programming is not for everybody. Um, right, so people are not right. ready for it. Um, and that's why we've, we've, we're committed to, to continuing this virtual option. And we've seen some absolutely amazing, amazing uh, successes and, and uh, breakthroughs that we were not expecting. Um, we were trying to, to salvage something and give people just any kind of opportunity to connect. And you know, for example, we've, we have a, a young man um, with cerebral palsy who loves interacting with his friends. He loves his sports. Um, um, he loves his social programs. Um, he's nonverbal. He can communicate, but he doesn't communicate the same way that, that most of us do um, through speaking. Um, so we weren't sure what was going to happen with a virtual program where you're staring at a screen. And it, you know, it took some, some conversations with, with his parents to, to get him into it. And he was involved with a sports talk program and was absolutely engaged 
um, the entire time. You knew exactly what 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 teams he's excited about and what teams he is not excited about. Um, and just just it's amazing to see um, the progress that that participants have given an opportunity to to connect on in a different medium. We we had another participant who um, who has Down syndrome and he'll connect with his friends, but doesn't doesn't tend to speak up for himself or speak all that much with the chat function in in zoom meetings he has had full conversations having not not always anything to do with what we're talking about but connecting with a person that he sees on the screen and saw someone he knew from school full-on social connection conversation and it's the whole reason we we have programs so people can build their social network and continue to 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 build on the foundation that we're, we're trying to set for them and go beyond our programs so so what are some of the programs and experiences um, planned for the rest of fall and even going into winter that that you're looking forward to offering um, we, we have a number, and we I'd, I'd always uh, recommend that people go go right to our website um, to see what we have uh, currently offering. But just uh, a few of the ones that 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 I'm I'm really excited about. We have uh, some some athletics programs. We have pickleball, which I know is is such a, a hot program in the recreation world, um, and it, it's no different for therapeutic recreation. We have a, a pickleball program held at Fort Hill. We have a number of special events going on as well, um, things like a, a dinner and trivia night. We have uh, the Sportsman's Clubhouse. We have our adult, one of our adult day program sites um, called Rec and Roll. It's a full day program um, that just offers a, a wealth of, of opportunities. Um, the staff there have been so creative in reconnecting to the community because we are community-based. Um, we want to be out and about, which is difficult right now, um, but the proximity to downtown Naperville has been fantastic. We've got the community garden plots that, that they've been they've been working with. Um, we did a Picasso in the park event. They, they've been um, doing a number of different fitness opportunities there out, outdoors and, and um, at safe distances, but in, in, in within the community. So Ted, overall, how have you seen recreation really benefiting individuals with special needs? Sometimes we see recreation as um, another nice thing to do, but with this pandemic, I think it's really shown how essential it is recreating in a way that allows people to connect with their with their world, with their with their um, social sphere. The feedback we've gotten from families regarding um, both in person and and virtual programs has been fantastic. And I think people take away the fact that they are not shut in. They might be experiencing this challenge, but they're experiencing it with other people. Um, When they can see other people um, on the screen or they see other people in the program that they're at, um, again, it helps ground people. And they, you know, it, 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 there's a whole host of, of benefits, but you know, from from reducing anxiety to you know skill development and progress in in any kind of skill that you can be be focused on, whether it's fitness or athletic or or um, language development. We've seen progress in all of this. Staff shared one experience that I think kind of encapsulates all of this. We'd have a, a movie critic group in. in Typical times, we'd be going out to the theaters and going to different movies. Now, they did a film critics, and, and they did it with short films, and they watched some of the, the short films. One of them was Inside Out, and it 
they used it to talk about feelings um, and it's a great movie to to you know model that sort of discussion on it gave people an opportunity to talk about how they were feeling about covid um, about what they're worried about about what's going to happen when am i going to see my friends why can't i i go to my job um, and these are all things that you, you don't necessarily think about when you think about a recreational program but the the benefits go far beyond making progress in a sport or you know just a, a, a making you feel happy and, and walking away from that Th this people left that program with a better understanding of the pandemic a better understanding of how to use coping methods to to um, reduce their anxiety and and just a, a social connection that they are not alone um, and their friends are still here and um, even though you might not be able to go out with them on on Saturday you can still connect with them on Saturday in our in our programs so we're thrilled to, to, to even have a small part in in that kind of progress you know I, I didn't even say um, <laughs> We, we, we had, we had um, when we, we first brought back in-person programs, we had a lot of conversations with parents and, um, you know, we, we had, for example, one, one person in our adult day program in Naperville, and the parent had said, my son, who's a, a young man on the autism spectrum, he will not wear a mask. He can't wear a mask. He takes it off. We've tried. It just doesn't work. And she wasn't certain if, if trying the return to program would, would be successful. And we talked with her and, and encouraged her that to still plan to come back. And we have confidence in, in our staff members' ability to help you know, teach skills. And we, zero, zero issues. We had zero issues. Uh, you know, walked in the first day, put his looked around, saw his friends all had masks on. Yeah, and, and and put it right on. So that that's the sort of thing that that uh, we've learned. Let's keep our expectations high, and our participants have have been rising to them. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District. 